It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We're live from high atop Mount Mariah here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to Cerrito Live. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. On the other side of the glass, we got Drew Barrett joining us. We've got an action-packed edition. CJ's not here. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we've got an action-packed edition of the program uh, today. Can't wait to talk to our guest at 1230 every week. We do our wrestling segment to wrap up the show with Dustin Five Star and legendary voice of Memphis Wrestling. Lance Russell will join us again on the show. He's been on a couple times with us over the years. There's a big event honoring him tonight in Lula, Mississippi at the Isle of Caprice Casino. We'll be giving away tickets to that event to the winner of Hang Up and Listen along with uh, $25 to Elfos in Germantown. That's the Hang Up and Listen prize. We'll play Hang Up and Listen at noon before being joined by legendary voice of Memphis Wrestling, Lance Russell, at 12.30 when Dustin Five Star will be here as well. So if you have a question you want to ask Lance... Uh, feel free to text it over to us now, 67129. It's the text line, 67129. You can tweet me at Sarita or tweet Dustin at Dustin Star. And you can um, also, uh, well, Lance will take your phone calls, actually, too, a little bit later on if you decide you want to call in and uh, talk to Lance as well. That's coming up at 1230 during our wrestling segment. Before that, we've got a full hour. It's the Cerrito Live Star Wars morning following the Grizz Star Wars night. Uh, last night, so there will be uh, plenty of Star Wars and Grizz talk here in hour number one. But we start every week talking with Mr. Sweet Tea, Mr. Jackson, Mississippi, Mr. Marcus Hunter. Marcus, what's up? Marcus. Yo, what's going on, Cerrito? What's up? So, Kevin, about half an hour, we're going to talk a lot of Grizzlies with Kevin Life, uh, but we're going to get into talking uh, some Grizzlies and Star Wars in a second. But first, we got to address last week's Larry Porter incident, and I thought uh, CJ is not here because of that. We have given him a, a suspension for a week off of the show. So he, uh, he is not here. He is not here. and okay. Nowhere in Flynn Broadcasting. He'll be back next week if everything goes according to plan. But I got it, Marcus, we've got to lay down some rules now. Uh, I think it's only fair to our listeners if we lay down these rules, but we have to have an official moratorium on saying the words Larry Porter on this program or even alluding to him because I think there is nothing really relevant uh, if you're talking about Larry Porter unless you're talking about the word mistake there's no reason to talk uh, say the phrases of Larry Porter They're just you shouldn't say it so we're having a moratorium starting now I'll give you your last chance Marcus you're going to have you have 30 seconds to say what you want about Larry Porter but because it, it will be the last time you're allowed to do it on the show because uh, any callers we're going to hang up on them any, anybody in studio we're going to mute their mics like no more talk you cannot say that guy's name you shouldn't even this shouldn't even have to be a rule I feel like it feels it's, it's absurd that I have to make this rule uh, it's one of those things where like well I guess somebody did it at some point so they had to make this rule and like there's no reason I'm making this the why am I making this rule in 2020 almost know. 2016 but I have to I have to so here you go Marcus you're on the clock starting now 30 seconds well all I gotta say is just about Larry Porter I don't know why you have the rule to not talk about Larry Porter I mean that's how college athletics go you have a coach it doesn't work out sometime and the coach moves on but what happened during that coach's tenure always has some sort of relevance because had it not been for Larry Porter coming in there and not having I guess the best 
best, uh, 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 you know, time as the head coach, then you would have never gotten Justin Fuente. And so when CJ said it was a, 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 a error, that's it. That's it. Time's up. That's it. That's it. That's it. No, no more. Mention. Should have got more time. Should have got more time. Just, just. I. You're lucky. I gave you thirty seconds. I wasn't even planning on doing that. I just thought it'd be nice. Give you thirty seconds because it should not. It shouldn't be like in in a conversation. And it's not going to be on this show anymore. But the last thing we will say about your hero, the worst coach in the history of the University of Memphis football. The worst coach. Uh, Larry Porter, but uh, so it's it is nobody cares about our fantasy football teams. We know that, but there's an interesting thing that did happen in our fantasy football league, which may be impacting your own personal fantasy football uh, league. And Marcus, you don't really know because you are in the losers bracket. You're doing okay in the losers bracket, but up in the up in the regular playoff bracket, I'm pitted against CJ in the first round. CJ's first playoff appearance in history fantasy football. And apparently CJ changed his name this week based off of last week's Larry Porter situation on this show. His new name of his fantasy team is Larry Porter's Revenge. Nice. Hey, listen, I like that name. So, I, may change, listen, I may not be in the playoffs uh, uh, in that league, but in my work league down here, I have a first-round buy. But I, I, I like CJ's approach right there. You, are, you support changing your team name in the last week of the season, like in the playoffs, changing your rebranding your franchise. Now I think I think that it could possibly hurt your team's mojo or momentum. I think it could be, have an adverse effect on CJ. But I like the idea. I like where he's going with it because CJ was unfairly done last week. And if his team continues to win and beats your team, then you're going to have to say the name of Larry Porter on the show if you're mentioning CJ's. Fantasy football. When we don't break down our fantasy football, I'm just we're bringing it up as an idea of like changing your team name and going into the playoffs. I think might be a cool thing. At first, I was like, "Eh, he's changing his name. Obviously, I do not agree with the name that CJ chose for his new name. But like changing your name going into the playoffs, kind of cool. And it would be cool if if regular pro teams did that or college teams. Get your new name because you change uniforms all the time now. Just change your name uh, to something else for for one game only. Because uh, looking across. The board, CJ's not the only one. Our other uh, producer, Drew Barrett, also changing his name. Drew, uh, welcome to the show. Tell uh, You changed your team name for the playoffs as well. I did because I'm uh, up against Dustin Starr this week in the first round of the playoffs, so I changed my name to Derek King Rules. <laughs> so, nice. So, Derek King always beats Dustin. He does. So it should be uh, – the history will once again repeat itself, right? When was the last time Dustin was able to defeat Derrick King? Uh, nobody nobody remembers. Right? It might happen in fantasy this week. Drew, who who stumbled into the playoffs, though, a very uh, cocky team name change. But, again, like, it makes sense. Like, I kind of support that one. So Derrick King rules is going up against Miami Five Star, and I've got to play against Larry Porter's Revenge. Maybe I'll but change my – it's not like I missed the playoffs by a lot. I barely missed. I, I missed. I lost the final week of the season, and that didn't mean. Is it? And who'd you lose to there, Marcus? Uh, was it you? It was. Who knows? Because he changed his name. We don't remember. That's the one thing. But it does say the name under under here. We use ESPN. But okay. Okay. So can I change my name? Thursday games already happened. I hate Thursday games. I already have thirteen points. Yeah. I've already got a thirteen point lead in my game. Can I still change my name? Uh, 
Sure, why not? Like anytime. You're, you're supporting Everybody anytime. Halfway through the uh, Sunday, I could say I'm going to change my name to something else. No, 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 no. A- no, after after the game starts Sunday, no more name change. Okay. That's it. It's that time of year, fantasy football playoffs. But let's get into talking about some trending topics. Trending topic. So uh, CJ's voice still on the show, even though he's suspended. Okay, the number one trending topic was hashtag Grizz Star Wars night last night. Today is hashtag Cerrito Live Star Wars morning. And you missed it, Marcus. One of the most popular theme nights since Wrestling Night last year, which, of course, there has not been that many theme nights since Wrestling Night last year, but it goes up there in in the history books for, for theme nights. And But it was a bad, bad night. People will are not very happy about the performance of your Memphis Grizzlies last night, and nor, and nor, and nor they should be. Um, you get, I got, you got to hope that the new Star Wars movie is better than Grizz Star Wars Night because Grizz Star Wars Night was just awful on the court. The Grizzlies continue to either have every game is either two. It goes either one way or the other. It's either going to be a buzzer beater or a blowout, and that is the season we're in right now: buzzer beaters and blowouts. Maybe replacing grit and grind. Because, you mean you mean the Grizzlies being blown out or them blowing out people? Uh, if you watched, you know that the answer is the Grizzlies lose well, know, by 20 points every game. I know from last night, but I mean like overall for the entire season. Grizzlies? I mean, look, that's the problem because think about this. If all of your wins are either you're barely winning the games or you're being blown out, then you're just not a good basketball team. I mean, you're a middle-of-the-rung team that could possibly make the playoffs as a 7 or an 8 seed and not really have much of a chance past the first round. That's what the Grizzlies are right now. And so we, so last night, not only, so it was, you got your giveaway. It was the Tony Allen Jedi robe, but was the giveaway last night. A cool giveaway. People lined up early to get it. Uh, it's now going on eBay, thanks to our friend Ron Childers over there at Channel 5, Dave Brown's replacement. As of last, last night, they were on sale for, guess how much, the most expensive one on sale on eBay for a Jedi robe. Oh, man. Holiday season, I'm going to say two fifty. Oh wow, you 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 overbid that. It's one hundred and fifty dollars right now. Uh, was the the highest one on eBay as of last night? One was set. That was with free shipping, and yeah. one seventy four dollars plus three dollars shipping. So they are going for a, for a high dollar price already, which makes you wonder. Like, geez, you buy that ten dollar ticket, you get on it, you could probably sell it on eBay. We were doing research before the show because the last big eBay item from the Grizzlies was that wrestling belt. I still want one of those, but I can't afford it because they were selling for 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 seventy four dollars, hundreds of dollars. Like it was to get one of those wrestling belts. Afterwards, they were going for high dollar on eBay. Which one would you bid the most for? A Jedi robe or a wrestling belt? A wrestling belt. I mean, yeah, the robe. I mean, I saw the robe. It looks cool and everything, but the wrestling belt. I mean, there's just so much more you can do with that. You can you can wear that wrestling you can wear that wrestling belt anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's a good, it's a good prop. It's a good prop. You can hang it on the wall. You can't really hang your Jedi robe on the wall. It's not really. No, decoration. I mean you can have it for like competition. You can have it for family competitions. You know, mm-hmm. like a family belt on the line, game, yeah. like a family reunion. Yeah, the belts on the line. There's <laughs> right. so many things you can do with the belt that you just can't do with the robe. This season, of course, they're giving away the for wrestling night the mask, the wrestling mask, the lucha mask, uh, Grizzlies mask. So I can't wait to see what that looks like. But that's a good giveaway. But Tony Allen, so Tony Allen is the big theme of the night. You get the Tony Allen robes, 
Tony Allen's been the talk of the week. The timing has been uh, somewhat terrible because Tony Allen has not been playing really well. But then here's what happens, Marcus. After the game, Tony Allen is quoted as saying the following. Are you ready? He says... I'm ready. After the game in the locker room to the media, he says, quote, Grit and grind, it's fading away. Grit and grind, it's fading away. I did say, you know, that with the new changes on the roster, you know, you got to wonder if you're going to lose some of the grit and grind because you don't have as many grit and grind type players and you're bringing in some players who are floppers um, and who are anti-grit grind type players. So I'm really surprised that Tony, I'm surprised to hear Allen say that, but not surprised that that is the reality. It is surprising he said that, but then he tweets. So, of course, everybody. Anybody who's in the locker room is tweeting that quote, right? Because it's a big quote, and it's a bit. I mean, it's grit and grind. It's fading. You can't like kill off grit and grind. They can still. You can still have grit and grind and be a lousy basketball team, right? Yeah. Well, I think, no. can't you? You <laughs> no, can't. What are you gritting and grinding if you're lousy? I mean, you're still. You got the grit and the grind. You can still be. You can. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you don't. You don't necessarily. You you have to win every game to have grit and grind. Can that not just you be the be philosophy that you play tough defense and the, the you're, you know you're trying and you're blue collar and all of that? Doesn't that factor into the grit and grindness? I don't know. That cliche no, has been around for so long that I don't. We've associated it with winning, but it doesn't have to be necessarily a winning formula. So what do the growl tiles say if you make the playoffs this year? What do they say? I mean, they can't. I mean, can they even still say grit grind? Is that even allowed now? That like a grit grind size fades away. What are the growl tiles going to say? You can't. I don't think you can do. You cannot do a grit and grind growl tiles. Not not this year. You can't do grit and grind. You can do grit you grind do and add another tiles. word fading away. I don't know. But so here, so after the game, Tony, Ooh, you can do a grit grind tile, but the words are actually fading away. Like oh yeah, words are written on there. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like when you wash your dryer tiles in the washing machine, they all get a little faded exactly. anyway. So they just need to buy a lot of grit grind growl tiles, throw them in the washing machine, dry them a couple times, and it'll be like fading away. And it'll be like, this is the end. See, defying the end of the era. But at 11, okay, so Tony said that. He's a social media superstar, right? Best Twitter account in town. Yeah. So he goes and he tweets at 11.11 last night. He, his tweet goes as follow. I will quote this tweet. Quote, Meaning we not doing it consistently for 48 minutes. Need to get back to it. Hashtag GNG forever flex emoji. So, meaning we not doing it consistently for 48 men's need to get back to it. Hashtag GNG forever flex emoji. So, he wanted to clarify. Looks like he's clarifying that... It's fading away, but they, they're they not going to necessarily... You don't, you don't lose it automatically. It's like getting back to the future. Uh, you got Marty McFly, right? He's got that picture of his family, and it's fading away, right? He's looking, it's fading away. But it doesn't mean there's still not time for him to right the wrongs and get that get his save his family and have the picture fade back into clarity, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's still hope. And, uh, maybe there's still hope. That's what Tony's saying. There's still hope. It's faded away. It's fading away. It's fading. It hasn't necessarily faded away. He did not so, use ED. He did not use ED. So he said it's fading away, no. just like the picture in Back to the Future with Marty's family. Like, it's fading. You got to act quickly or you're dead. 
<laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and this team needs to act quickly because they don't want to end up, you know, at the bottom. But you know, nothing... to scrap their way into the playoffs because then you got Golden State, and you don't want, and, and you don't want that. There's nothing they can do, Marcus. It's nothing we, they can do. We've been trying to figure this out for weeks with Lipe, and Lipe will join us in about uh, fifteen to twenty minutes here uh, to talk about it. But the Grizzlies are who they are right now. They are going to be this team. That makes oh, man. that makes the playoffs. That if they get past the first round, they're not getting past the second. So your your ceiling of this team is a second round playoff appearance. It's more than likely going to be a second round sweep in the playoffs because you're gonna if you do make the second round, you're playing the Spurs or the best team in the history of basketball, the Golden State Warriors, who last night had an impressive double overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. I was actually watching that game while at the Grizzlies game, pulled up on the computer. Uh, because the Grizzlies game just kind of got out of it got out of hand. Yeah. So you want? I mean, as many games as Golden State has won, they could have easily said, "You know what, fellas, it's been a good run." But they scrapped back and they continued to win. I mean, that team is impressive, man. They, they just are. And you got to be rooting for them. You got to be hoping that they continue to play it at full strength and uh, playing everybody long. Because at some point they're gonna, you know, you want to see this streak go as long as possible, right? And how cool would it be? If that Golden State streak continues to Christmas Day, and you, when they everybody, put the Cavaliers. right, the entire uh, country, like you want to make Christmas Day even more exciting to watch basketball. Like the Golden State Cavs game is going to be the highest rated Christmas game ever. They need to. Like, what's absurd is that last night's game, last night's Golden State game, not huh? not on like NBA TV. Like they need to make how is every, every, every game, game should be on TV. every game should be on TV from this point forward. They need to. Uh, they I think they changed the schedule tonight, and NBA TV, NBA TV will have the Golden State Warriors. Because here's the thing: you're at FedEx Forum last night for Star Wars night, and the and the team did an awesome job putting together the Star Wars you know giveaways and the theme and everything. So you want to be there. You want to be there for this historic Star Wars night uh, for the Grizzlies. But then, like, when this history's happening and the, the game's out of control and, the, and FedEx form with all of their cool new televisions, so many awesome, like, the new uh, widescreen, high-def TVs all over FedEx form makes that building look so awesome. And so you're like, all right, well, the Grizzlies game's out of control. I'm going to go to the lobby. I'm going to watch this Golden State game. Nah, you can't because... They don't have League Pass at FedEx Forum. They don't have... Uh, the game's not on NBA TV. So you can't watch it. You're at the Grizzlies game and you're like, you can't watch it. Luckily for me, I'm in the oh. media, so we have computers there and we could watch it on the computer. So you couldn't watch that game last night. I think the NBA, it's, it's a fault mainly for the NBA for not making sure that every game of Golden State, until they lose, is on NBA TV. And maybe just every game, period, because they're going to be chasing the Chicago Bulls record once they do lose a game. I just think every game until they lose, but it's weird that the Grizzlies don't have NBA League Pass and they're actually in the NBA. You think that every NBA arena would have League Pass, but I digress. So no, I think they, I think they should. But I mean, I guess we're taking small, small steps. Like, yeah, uh, you, got, you got the HD TV. do you really need League Pass? I mean, I don't know if you need it. Like, when is there a game that's happening on League Pass that is important? It does not happen very often. So I don't like. I don't think it's. It uh, it really says anything about the Grizzlies for not having league pass. Because no, I'm just I'm just. There's never like if there's an important game, it's gonna. Doesn't just have it. If, yeah, I know they should just have it for free, right? Like yeah. they shouldn't have to even pay for it. I was about to say, how much yeah. would uh, league pass cost for over a hundred TVs? 
Right. But you, wouldn't you think they'd get it free? Like, every NBA arena, we're giving it to That's you true. because it's part of the NBA TV deal or something. I mean, have you ever gotten anything free from a cable company? No, 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 yeah, no. But, I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, the new, TV, the new TVs look nice. Unfortunately, couldn't get that game. Anyway, shout-out to the Golden State Warriors for being so much fun to watch. And they're unstoppable. And the point, all I was saying, is the, the ceiling for this Grizzlies team, whether grit and grind is fading away or not, like even if the regular grit and grind was there, there would be no chance. I mean, their, their chances of even making the conference finals would be slim, even if the Grizzlies were playing well right now. And they're not playing well. And so you're looking at, where I mean, realistically, this is where we're at. It's unfortunate. I mean, but it's obvious that it's something that Tony Allen is at least uh, looking at, can recognize that there is a problem, right? You know? Yeah. That he's addressing that. So uh, that's always, you know, they say a, a big step into recovery is recognizing the actual problem. And, uh, but man. Yeah, but hopefully, and, he, hopefully he can help bring that grit grind back. I mean,. Right. Or are they just too old? I mean, He's are just they not. just too old that they just can't get down to the fourth quarters and fight back? Like they used to. I mean, maybe they're just too old, man. Maybe, uh, apparently, you know, old. saying they're too old is a negative attitude, we've been told, Marcus. So you have to say they're just not young anymore. They're just not young anymore. That's the way to say it and not offend them. They're just not as young as okay. they used to be. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're well. just not as young as they used to be, which is obvious true. Tony Allen is... Well, uh, none of us are as young as we used to be. Correct. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so let's keep going. Let's move on to some other trending topics. from the. We'll talk lots more Grizz with Kevin Leip here in, in about 10 minutes. But our next trending topic. Trending topic. It takes us to the bowl games. The bowl games are announced. Uh, they are out there. There's the list of the bowl games. They're going to be starting very, very soon. And there's some interesting matchups with local interest going on. We'll start first with your University of Memphis Tigers, uh, who we now have a new head coach. He will not be coaching in the bowl game. Old Dickey's going to be coaching in the bowl game. And he will be, uh, uh, Coach Dickey will be back next year on the staff. So that's interesting uh, Tiger football news this week. But the Tigers will be traveling to Birmingham, Alabama, one of the very few bowl games without a sponsor. Not many of them don't have a sponsor. The Birmingham Bowl will pit the Tigers versus the Tigers. Bet everything you got on the Tigers, right? Yeah, definitely going to be a Tiger victory. A Tiger touchdown after Tiger touchdown after Tiger touchdown. Memphis versus Auburn. What's your early thoughts on that game? That's going to be a good one. I say that was that is your ideal. If you cannot make New Year's Eve, if you cannot make the playoffs, this is the game I wanted to see. And I say it's actually a really really exciting game. Tigers have a chance to be two and zero in the SEC West at the end of the year. Yeah, is I that a better that record that than is... Mississippi State in the SEC West? Well, I mean, after just two games, yeah. But you know, you were whatever. Anyway, <laughs> the Memphis Tigers. Listen, man. I mean, obviously they have a shot at beating Auburn. I mean, they beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss clearly a much better team than Auburn this year. Uh, Auburn has had their struggles. I actually pick Memphis to win this game because I just think that Memphis is a better football team and. For these seniors, you know, yeah, for the seniors, I mean, to have an opportunity to beat not one but two SEC football teams in the same year, and one of those wins is in a bowl game, I mean, come on. I mean, it doesn't get any more exciting when you think about it from the standpoint of you went to go play football at the University of Memphis when they were nothing. 
you know, for these seniors. These guys went to go play football there when they were coming off of some of their worst years, the Larry Porter years. They went to go play football there. So the reason I said all that is, yeah, I think Memphis is going to go in this game with much more motivation than Auburn, and they're going to get a big victory. I think I think so too. I think Memphis has got lots of motivation. Obviously, the better quarterback because they've got the best quarterback in the country in Paxton Lynch. Uh, that game. Hey, I would like to see Paxton Lynch uh, uh, suiting up for the 49ers next year if they get rid of Kaepernick. I'd oh man, see Paxton Lynch and anybody you, else. It's nothing more exciting than, than listening to these different NFL fans, and it seems to happen every week on the show. You're the 49ers guy this week. You're like, man, I'd love that Paxton Lynch. A couple weeks ago, we got got. Uh, Philadelphia fan on the show, and it's like, oh, we'd love to have Paxton Lynch. He is going to leave for sure. Anybody who's got the hope that he's staying, I think, is is outrageous because he, every NFL fan base is like looking at this guy as being the answer to their problems. <laughs> every one of them that's in the, the early part of the draft wants Paxton Lynch. They just do. Every team that needs a quarterback. Every team needs a good quarterback. He could be the guy. That would be so awesome if he's on the 49ers. I, I'd be down with that. But uh, Memphis, yeah. the Tigers versus Tiger Birmingham Bowl leads into on the same day, Wednesday the thirtieth. That's the early game. It's followed by North Carolina State versus the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Bank of America Stadium. Yeah. I yeah, not excited about that game. That's an easy win from for Mississippi State, in my opinion. That Mississippi State should win that one. Should they should yeah. So not very excited. It's the Belk Bowl. Um, anytime I, my always my analysis on the Belk Bowl is why does Memphis not have a Belk? That's always where I go. Like Belk, the South Department Store that is in yeah. it is everywhere. There's one in Tupelo. Uh, it's all over the well, South. Several down here. Right, Mississippi's got them all over the place. Why is there not a Belk Department Store? It's the South Department Store, and there's not one in in Memphis. Uh, that's always my my analysis for the Belk Bowl. I'm always confused by that. Maybe someday we'll get a Belk. But when I'm hanging out in Jackson, Mississippi, which I do often, Marcus, I, I'll go to a Bell. I'll go there. It's a nice department store. Okay, the other games of regional interest, obviously, the Liberty Bowl. At Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Arkansas versus Kansas State. I do think, like, in most of these matchups with the SEC, I do see the SEC winning. Arkansas uh, looking good to me. Uh-oh, your dog's going, you're going nuts. So I got Arkansas versus Kansas State. Your thoughts on that? I think it's a good matchup. It'll bring in some good tourists. It's happening on January 2nd. So it will bring tourists in, of course, to celebrate the new year on Beale Street before uh, watching some football in Midtown at, at the fairgrounds. Uh, that's a good game. Uh, and then, of course, can't forget about Ole Miss playing on New Year's Day the day before. Ole Miss uh, going against Oklahoma State. That's going to be a State. great game. Now, you know, that I wish is I a big could, one. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I I wish I could be at that game. Um, I'm going to be at the uh, MSU game, the uh, Belk Bowl, uh, but the Ole Miss game. I mean, you know, two high powered offenses. That's going to be a good one. I think Ole Miss is going to win that game. Baylor, the way they ended the season, just have not looked very impressive, just like last year. So I think uh, Ole Miss is going to be able to go out there in the Sugar Bowl and get a victory. That's the All State Sugar Bowl under the lights on uh, New Year's Day. At, oh, uh, they're always under the lights inside the dome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, everything under <laughs> inside the Sugar Dome, uh, Superdome. I mean, for the Sugar Bowl. Okay, Superdome in New Orleans. All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm liking the bowl matchups. I think there's some some interesting ones uh, this year. So I'm down with that, and uh, looking forward to some of these new sponsors. I'm always for these new crazy sponsors for these bowl games. I like to learn about new products and 
every year there seems to be some new product you can learn about. You got uh, one that I ha- I've known about for a long time, but I didn't realize was <clears throat> was really all in about the the bowl business. Speaking of lights, they'll leave the lights on for you at the Cactus Bowl this year, the Motel Six Cactus Bowl. Um, interesting sponsorship. We've got Battle Frog. Do you know what Battle Frog is? It's not a video game. Battle Frog. It's not a video game. I don't think. Now, what is Battle Frog? It's the new sponsor for the Fiesta Bowl. It's no longer the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. A big loss for really? for big loss for chips that rhyme with my last name. Uh, it's now the Battle Frog Fiesta Bowl. I don't know. Drew's telling me it's some type of obstacle course, something. It's a CrossFit obstacle course building company. I think. Let me think. You know. CrossFit is becoming huge, so I guess goes to show you how big it's become. Uh, let me look at any other uh, sponsor. I like learning about new companies. That's really, I think, the really the one that uh, looks like the new. I mean, R plus L carriers. I still don't know what that is. It remains the sponsor. Shipping company. <laughs> I see their their trucks all the time. What's the Royal Purple? What's Royal Purple? The Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl. I think it's like a cleaning product for cars or something like that. Something having to do with cars. Like cleaning, yeah, cleaning your cars. The Celebration Bowl in Georgia is sponsored by AFR. It's a celebration. What's that? It's a celebration. What's AFR? Air Force Reserves. Oh, is it the Air Force? Oh, Is it the Air Force Celebration Bowl? I don't know. Okay. I just, I'm, Gildan, Gildan, New Mexico Bowl. What's Gildan? What's that company? Gildan. G-I-L-D-A-N. Uh, um, Canadian oh, manufacturer of yeah. brand clothing? Uh, Activewear? Yeah. Clothing yeah, brand? I've seen their, um, their, um, their logo. Yeah, I think they have something to do with like, um, you know, athletic gear. Okay. I know what Raycom is, AutoNation. AutoNation? AutoNation, one of those companies that always, like, you see the commercials and you think they're like a local brand, but I guess not. Uh, Miami Beach Bowl, famous Idaho. Uh, GoDaddy's keeps keeps rolling with their bowl game. We definitely know Popeye's. St. Pete's, another one of those bowls that do not have a sponsor for the city, along with Hawaii and Miami Beach. Why can't these bowls get sponsorships? Come on. Uh, quick lane is quick lane. What is the quick lane? What's quick lane? Uh, it's a quick lane. I'm not even sure what that is. It's the quick lane bowl, which may it sounds cool because it sounds like a bowling lane. Uh, anything yeah. that makes a pun out of the out of bowl. Um, I think we got this. We're, we are learning about our new products. It's bowl season. They are a tire and auto center. Ah, uh, so we don't go there. Oh, there you go. Tire and auto center. Uh, we know Russell Athletics. Looks like, yeah, so that's it. So really our big one that we're really learning about this year is Battle Frog. <laughs> Whatever that is. Battle Frog. And, and what uh, is that again? Like, like, didn't we figure that out? Well, Drew's saying it's some type of, they make obstacle courses with, oh, yeah. for like, uh, cross training stuff. Battle Frog... Mm-hmm. Let's see what their Wikipedia is. And this will wrap up trending topics with this. Our official lesson on the new. Uh, it's like, I have, I have no idea. It's like, they don't even have, do they have their own Wikipedia page? It's a sports competition television series. 
a, oh wow and their spot I don't even uh we may never know because will the how long is their contract I wonder to take over uh from Tostitos but all right so there this one's for all the battle frogs they, t- not they took a, over a big bowl <laughs> like not just your you know it's not like some bowl that you haven't right. heard of or some new startup bowl they took up took over one of the big ones right 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 all right, uh, well, that does it for Trinity Topics this week. Marcus, we will catch up with you uh, next Saturday. All right, so let's be good and uh, holla back. I'm very proud of you for making it through the whole segment without without slipping up. and missing He said Larry, Larry Porter at one point, though. He did, did he? I did. Yes. Yes, I did. But you know what? He didn't recognize it because I was saying Larry Porter's name in more of a negative light than a positive. I did not, I did not hear it. You're off the show. Get him off. We should have dropped him immediately. Bye, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Follow him at Marcus underscore underscore Hunter on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be right back with Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. You're listening to Serena Live on Real Sports Talk Sports with 6 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Serena Live. Here once again is Kevin Serena. Right, welcome back to the show. Coming up at noon, we will play Hang Up and Listen. The phone number is 360-8255. That's 360-8255. You can call in and talk about whatever you want at noon. So much going on with the bowl game setup and the uh, chaos with the Memphis Grizzlies, who apparently can only win a game in the last second or lose a game by 20 or more points. Uh, we will talk about uh, that or whatever you want to talk about at noon. We're giving away $25 to my favorite restaurant, Elfo's Restaurant in Germantown, plus a pair of tickets to tonight's wrestling event happening in Mississippi, which will involve Lance Russell, who will join us on the show at 1230, the legendary voice of Memphis Wrestling. You can always text the show, too, at 67129. We have a text coming in. Uh, this one about our moratorium on Larry Porter. Uh, we're getting a suggestion to make sure. Uh, it says, no Sylvester Croom either. So I do think, yeah, that's a, we probably should add Sylvester Croom to the moratorium. No mention of Larry Porter or Sylvester Croom. Marcus seems to be a big fan of coaches that were unsuccessful at their programs that were followed by some of the best coaches in school history. So do we add Sylvester Croom to the moratorium? Yeah, I think you do. I think we've got to. I think I think we've got to. <laughs> but Because uh, he's just going to use Sylvester Croom now in the opportunity where he would use Larry Porter. I can't believe I missed him saying Larry Porter. You can always tweet the show, too. I met Cerrito on uh, Twitter if you want to get your your feedback in. You can listen to the show if you miss any portion of it. You can listen uh, later on on uh, iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. You can check out CerritoLive.com. Subscribe to the program and all the podcasts downloaded to your device each and every week. You can also, on the our podcast feed, listen to Drew and CJ's podcast, the Playing Hurt podcast, which is a new episode. I listened to it this week about Memphis football. That guy is a anim- very animated, very good Memphis Tiger guest. Yeah, John Stacy, the host of the Blue and Gray Show, right here on on Sundays that I produce as well. But That'd John be- was great. Uh, but unfortunately, we're we're not going to have a new episode for a couple more days since you banned CJ from uh, the show. He was also banned from Flynn Broadcasting, so we can't record today. All right, so no, uh, but it's coming soon. It's coming. Yeah, soon. it'll be it'll be sometime earlier in the week. The, that blue and gray show the is the finale's coming up is it tomorrow no uh we're having we'll have uh one show the sunday before the bowl game and then we'll have a 2 hour finale the sunday after the bowl game okay so it's coming up it's a good good show every sunday here on sports week 6 get some get some good tiger football guests on that program and uh while you're subscribing to podcasts though you can also subscribe to the I love memphis podcast up on 
uh, iTunes, your favorite podcast provider. Check out ILoveMemphisPodcast.com for all the archives of that show. I host it every month with Holly Whitfield. It also includes the bonus clip that comes from this show. And this month's guest, we are joined by Greg Akers of the Memphis Business Journal. Listeners of this show very familiar with Greg Akers. He helps us recap 2015 in Memphis. So we talk about the most memorable moments from the Bluff City over the past 365-ish days. Of course, because we recorded a little bit before the end of the year. So we don't include all 365 days, but we do look back at the year. But right now, uh, we're going to be joined by the Memphis Grizzlies writer for the Memphis Flyer. He joins us every week in the 11 o'clock hour, and he joins us now. What's up, Mr. Light? Uh, you know, I honestly, I feel like I had some sort of a, uh, suffered some sort of a mental break last night during the game. I think I'm, I think I am out. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, let's start. Let's start. Because we, uh, first things first, was, which one was better? I mean, give you a choice. Which was better? Grizzly Star Wars Night or The Phantom Mentis? Um, Tough wow. question. <laughs> I would not want to sit through either one of those ever again. No, no, they're they're both pretty atrocious. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Grizzly Star Wars Night just because I thought uh, Rick Trotter dressed up as Lando Calrissian um, was was one of the few bright spots last night. Yeah, there were. Yeah, I I, I would have to go with Grizzly Star Wars Night because again, if there's a sequel to Grizzly Star Wars Night down the road. I would not. I would definitely want to see that. If they remade Phantom Menace, I do not want to see that. Uh, it's just unfortunate that the on the court stuff last night was not nearly as good as the off the court stuff. What was your favorite Star Wars tie in on Star Wars night uh, last night? Um, you know, honestly, the game was going so badly that I don't think the crowd or anybody was really getting into the um, kind of the in game stuff, like the, the thing with Grizz and Natch being his father and all that kind of stuff. I, I think. I think the fact that the game was was just a bloodbath <laughs> really kind of detracted from the whole thing. But honestly, I, you know, the coolest thing I didn't expect the the Grizz girls to be dressed up like Princess Leia. There you go. So that was on my they, list. That's my number one thing. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So when they came out, I mean, mm-hmm. nobody, I didn't know that was happening. So when they came out for the starting lineups and stuff, and they were all dressed like Princess Leia, that was that was that was pretty great. That was that was the be- the best part. Like who would think? Like right, you're if you're saying that your best part is the Grizz girls wearing more, a lot more clothes than they usually wear. Uh, hilarious though. But it was so good. Like it's so good. A perfect touch to the, to the night. Uh, yeah. The other stuff. You're right. I, I don't know if it was the game or whatever, but I was definitely confused with a lot of the in game stuff with Grizz and Natch because I thought and I'm tw- I'm in a tweet and, and talk to people on Twitter last night because I haven't been able to go to every game because I can't go Monday through Thursdays because I've got trivia. And so I guess I missed part of the storyline going on. All I remember is last year, this other bear named Natch turned heel on Grizz. But apparently Grizz has forgiven him, and then he turned heel on, like, he turned on him again last night. Like, why does Grizz keep trusting this bear? Why is he so gullible? Uh, the storyline going through the game, I just think this bear needs to be put out to pasture. If Grizz, Grit and Grind may be fading, this guy needs to be, he needs to be gone, this, whatever this bear is. Can you explain any of that stuff? Some of that stuff has been funny, like where they reconciled over Thanksgiving and stuff. It's I, I think they're building back up to wrestling night again or something. 
I'm not really sure. I'm not sure where it's going, honestly. I was super lost, I, and I think last night it was even more confusing. Like, if you went to the bathroom and you missed one part of the sketch, you kind of got confused a little bit, too. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and I and I also just think that it was all, it was all just falling flat because, I mean, when the Grizzlies are up 14 and then they're down 20, um, it's hard to it's hard to really care what's going on with the mascots. You know? yeah, they the started, yeah, they started out so strong that I was like comparing comparing the game to to uh, Empire Strikes Back for a second, right? Like, I, like this is going to be a great night. Yeah, I mean, uh, they they played defense for the first six minutes. That's that's what it was, you know. And then and then we saw the exact same thing that's happened against the Spurs, against the Thunder. I mean, this 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 team just cannot guard spread, pick and roll last night. You know, I was talking to. Uh, you know, Marcus all talking after the game last night was saying, you know, but we're getting beat on the first action on all of these all these pick and roll plays, and then the defense is just running around trying to catch up because they, you know they're they're covering and they're covering and they're covering and they're helping and helping, and eventually it just breaks down. They can't they can't guard it. I mean, I don't know if that's Jeff Green's poor defense being the weak link there. I mean, even Gasol was like, we we can't function as a defense when one of the four guys isn't totally engaged or when two of the guys aren't totally engaged so you know even he's hinting that the guys just aren't into it um they can't guard it <laughs> I mean, they, they just they literally cannot guard it and so they get run they get hit with the same play over and over and over and over and they can't stop it you, it's just it's horrible <laughs> it's, it's horrible to watch uh, yeah it, it, it was bad it was really uh, I mean, I said joke before asking about the Phantom Menace. I was really more like the, the the latter three Star Wars movies than the first three, which makes me wonder: Can the Grizzlies bring? Should they bring in J.J. Abrams to fix the problems? Could he fix the problems? <laughs> they should bring in. They should bring in Jay Adams. Uh, oh no, you know, yeah, think, there you go, <laughs> J.J. No, Adams. We don't know his middle name. <laughs> I, I don't want to put that much pressure on him to come in yeah. and, and perform because obviously he only played two hundred minutes last year. He's still hurt. So. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's really stupid and naive to pretend that if the young guys were playing, this would be any different. Uh, I his, think um, his middle name is Lavelle, so it wouldn't be JJ Adams, but it's JL Adams. I uh, mean, I, you know, I think if if those guys were able to get right. into these blowouts, they've had five home blowout losses this year, five. And when they're not, you know, and that's the absurd. Fifty point loss to Golden State was was not at home, but they've 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 gotten blown out at five times. I know you and, and you it's put December. it. Like five times it's December, you've got the Golden State Warriors here have not even lost a game, right? And yeah. you've been blown out five times at home, and you're not even to Christmas yet. And uh, I mean, it 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 is. I guess we just we'll have to talk about this. We have to talk about this, so we'll just go. Yeah, right. we have we'll to just, talk about it. I mean, we, they're above five hundred, right? They're we, they're over five hundred. Yeah. So obviously they're not the worst team in the league, but there's something going on here where they get down. Uh, they they play these teams like with a top ten offense in the league, and they get down fifteen points, and they just they realize you know it's not that they're it's not that they're not correct. They realize that they can't score enough to catch up to these people, and then they just stop playing defense. They quit. They get down fifteen and they right. quit. It's kind of because like, they know they can't catch up. I mean, we know who they are. we know who they are at this point, <clears throat> and that to me is the worst part of the whole thing. Yeah, because there's not. As you said, like there is Jordan Adams on the bench, but even if he gets healthy, are they going to play him? And when are we going to find out? There's not like usually when you've got some teams in the NBA and you may be struggling early on. There's like this idea of well, what if so and so breaks out, or what's what if so and so rises to his potential? 
But we know the ceiling for most of these players. We know who they are. There's not going to be some magical coming together or uh, somebody who just exceeds expectations on this roster because we're so familiar with, with these guys. We know what their ceiling is, and they just keep digressing down and down, even when they're at their best. Like, right now, it's not. So that, to me, is what's disheartening because I just think they are... We know there's not going to be a surprise because there's nobody on this roster who can give you that surprise. Right, yeah. And, I mean, the young guys just haven't played enough to to be able to have that kind of a breakout. They may, it may come at the end of the year, but they're not even playing. You know, they're still hurt right now. So, I mean, I think I think you've got Mike Conley, uh, especially defensively, is just uh, – it's like he caught Damian Lillard disease in the playoffs last year. Uh, he can't guard anybody right now. Um, especially in pick and roll situations. And, you know, I know last night Kemba Walker is, is really, really fast, but that used to not be a problem for Mike Conley to yeah. stay in front of fast guys. He is, he is, something's going on with him. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if he's lost his step. If he's lost his step already and the Grizzlies are getting ready to offer him a max contract, that's maybe the worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not good. You don't, want, is not good. you don't want this Mike Conley with a max contract. Um, no, no, not at all. Uh, we're talking with Kevin Light from the Flyer. Read his stuff at, at MemphisFlyer.com. He joins us every week to talk about the Grizzlies. But as we tie this back into Star Wars, which I w- want to do as much as possible <laughs> today. Of course. But, like, even I Obi... Said, I said last night it was more like the uh, the Ewoks movie with Wilford Brimley in it. Yes, yes. Oh, jeez. Ooh, I didn't forget about that one. But, we, like, like, even, like, you had Obi... Even Obi-Wan Kenobi and Liam Neeson knew that they needed to get a young Jedi in Anakin Skywalker to continue, you know, the Force. And, like, they knew that they needed to... You have to find the one, and you have to work towards that. And it seems like this Grizzlies team, they really, really, really need uh, some some young Jedis. I guess we keep going back to that, but there's just not one. Like, there's no Anakin Skywalker... On on this roster, yeah, there's no there's there's no help coming. That's the worst part, you know. I, I think I honestly think it looks like these guys have have realized that with the way this roster is built and the way they play, they can't. They, they're they not going to be. They know too. They're not going to be. Yeah. yeah, they know. And I think that's what is. You know, I said on Twitter last night. I was kind of joking, but I was kind of serious. You know, it's like they're like. You know, in Toy Story, when Buzz Lightyear, like, <laughs> things are bad, and he, he walks into that living room and he sees that commercial for himself. You know what I mean? Right. And he realizes, oh, no. <laughs> like, hey, Woody's right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. This is actually true. And then he just shuts down. Like, it's really kind of like that. I mean, I think they realize what they are, and they realize what their limitations are, and every single one of them knows that they're they're not going to get it done. So what you're saying you know? is Star Wars night was really Toy Story night <laughs> last night, and we yeah, just didn't even know it. It, it is an aha moment. I think they have had that, and I guess I mean because this is what we got. Like this is the the big story coming out of after the buzzer went off last night, and Star Wars night ended uh, with with a whimper. That it was Tony Allen's quote from the locker room, and everybody in the media tweeted out the quote. Which was quote grit and grind. It's fading away. That's from the guy who you know who coined the phrase grit and grind in a post game interview. Is now saying it's fading away in a post game interview. It doesn't mean it's dead. It doesn't mean it's gone. And then he of course clarifies later on on Twitter, just trying to say you know they got to get back into it. That it's, it's yeah uh, saying and that. That's but, what he, that's what he meant. But I, I think <laughs> I think he what he really meant was 
was what it really sounds like. It's, 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 we're at the end of this thing, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any, in the past, you've always been able to say, well, look, they just need to trade for a wing. Right. <laughs> but it's clear that not only has trading for a wing made them worse, I mean, they made, they gave away a first round pick last year to get Jeff Green, who made them demonstrably worse on both ends of the floor through the whole game, whether he's playing with the bench or the starters, but especially with the starters. I mean, he killed the starting lineup, and, and he's still getting 30 minutes a game. And they gave up a first-round pick for this guy. Like, that, yeah. it just didn't work out, you know? It's, it's, it didn't work out. That was your one, you know, kind of long-shot swing-for-the-fences move to, to try to win a championship last year, and it almost worked out, you know? They were... They were um, they, they had a series lead against the Golden State Warriors last year. You know, we, we forget that. It almost worked. That's true. Um, that is true. And, yeah, and, they could have. It could have happened last year. So I guess you can't say that that was a bad trade. It's a bad trade now. But, yeah, it didn't work out. But I, I get why they did it. I think giving mm-hmm. up the first round pick is well killer. I mean, but you think about it. If they beat Golden State, they would have played Houston in the in the conference finals, which mm-hmm. they would have handled Houston. And then it would have been a Grizz Cavs finals. It would have been great. You know, if they if they'd been able to do it, it would have been awesome. But it didn't work out. Right. They got exposed, and now teams are teams are watching Spurs film and they're watching Warriors film and they're saying, "How do you beat these guys?" And it's spread, pick, and roll, and force Tony Allen to shoot. I mean, that's what it is. It's, that's the template. You can beat them now. Nobody is scared of these guys anymore. I just think, I think even if they get it together. And they probably will because they're a bunch of veteran guys who, right. who play together. And, you know, I think they're going to be fine. I think they'll probably be the seventh. But, you know, what good does that do you two to five years from now? You have, you have to start thinking right now, nothing I do can damage the future because this is at its end. The, oh, the worst place to be, yeah, in the NBA is in, in the middle or one of those teams that uh, has no really growth potential at the bottom of the playoffs, so every year you're just going to go make the playoffs, that's not fun. It's not fun. Just yeah. to make the playoffs. You want to win in the playoffs. You want to at least have this hope that you could do what the Grizzlies did in 08, where there's a chance you could everything, have everything come together. But there's no yeah. coming together. Like This team is – this is there's not a magic moment waiting here. So do you think it's – the because there's been debate this week on the radio, on other stations and on Twitter and everywhere. Does this team need more Tony Allen or less Tony Allen? I don't think it matters. <laughs> going to lose either way, matters, right? But yeah. I, I think I think the problems are going to be there either way. I do think Tony's playing better, but I think anybody who says uh, anybody who says that the answer to the Grizzlies' problems is playing Tony Allen more just isn't paying attention. You know, I mean, I think I, I, the problems are bigger than that. It's not it's not Tony's fault, but Tony has been struggling. He's been struggling, and he may be the only player. There. This is there. Tell me another play. Maybe there is, and I'm not seeing it. That just causes a like Tony right now. Like you said, kind of causes a problem because they know how to play against Tony more than anybody else, and yeah. that that is really the the Grizzlies' weakness on offense. Yeah, the game the game to play is to watch where the person that Tony is guarding watch who they guard on defense. You know what I mean? It's 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 crazy. So I I, I you know I do think Tony's a problem. Uh, but I also think he's played better. I mean, I thought he—I thought he was all right last night. He was—he was better last night than he was against Oklahoma City, and he was better. I mean, than he was against Detroit, and he was better against Detroit than he was against Oklahoma City. And, you know, I, I, hopefully that Phoenix game is kind of the low point for him playing eight minutes. But 
you know, but I don't think he's the answer. And I, I think, I think just to say that you just need Tony Allen to get back to being Tony Allen is to is to be part of the problem, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this 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 you have to start thinking about next year, two years from now, five years from now. Now it's obvious. It's obvious that this team this year is not. Yeah, we said that for a couple uh, weeks now. Like it's time to get it's time to get a new three year plan. Yeah, and I said, you know, and I said going into this season, I, on October 26th, before they even played their first game, I said this year was a rebuilding year, and I just didn't think it would be this obvious. You know, I thought I thought they would look like a tough team, but they were planning for the future. But instead, they look like they look like they don't know what they're doing. Maybe it's know? a and good think, maybe it's a good thing that this is happening, so we at least know who we are a little bit earlier. Yeah, uh, know what's going on. So, I mean, everybody will be on the same page and in agreement if there has to be a trade of somebody that fans are in love with. Um, it'll be a little bit more understandable. Yeah, I mean, there is that. I just think if they're not careful, they're going to end up like those, the Bucks from two or three years ago. You know, they were the seven seed, and then they they basically made some small moves. They're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to get back into the playoffs now. We're not going to tank. We're not going to blow it up. And then they ended up being the second-worst team in the league. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know? yeah, it's gonna be stunning if they don't resign uh, Mike Conley. Like, it's just gonna be, because that just is what they've done. They've always re- resigned the beloved guy because they know it's harder to find somebody on free agency, and that Mike yeah. Conley's gonna get it an absurd contract with the Grizzlies. And I would be I would be stunned if Conley's not on the team next year. Uh, but that what it's looking like may not be a good thing. There's so it's, it's a lot of layers to this problem. Uh, Star Wars night though was not a problem. I like that theme. What's another theme night they could do? We know wrestling night's coming back up. Uh, that'll be fun. This one rivaled that wrestling night. I think a lot more fun, a lot easier to follow uh, for even casual uh, fans. Because I'm a casual Star Wars fan. I've seen all the movies. I host Star Wars trivia uh, one coming up this Tuesday at Rec Room. But I'm not. You know, you had to die hard to kind of follow some of that stuff last night. Uh, what's another theme night that they should do? Well, Pop culture. I'm going to make an unpopular statement, but I think I like Star Trek more. You like Star Trek? You think of Star Trek? Yeah. You see the Trekkies out there? Well, I like them both. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not super into either one. I watched them all with my dad, and yeah. you know, probably watch more Star Trek than Star Wars. I like them both, though. Uh, I think Star Trek night. I think Star Trek is is a little underrepresented right now. I think Star Wars is kind of taking over because of the movies coming out. Well, Star Wars has taken over everybody's life, and it's been Disneyfied, and like so, Disney's like. Like it's everywhere. Like they they are not afraid to make a deal with a toy company or a department store or anything. Like it's you or cannot NBA avoid teams. Star Wars or NBA teams, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I think I think a uh, you know Star Trek Deep Space Nine night might work out. I just think you it's know, it's only a matter of time before we get a Harry Potter night. Yes, yeah, I think that's a good one though. I, I think, think people would come out like crazy for that one. Yeah, Harry Potter would be a, a. You want another night where people dress up like wrestling night, Star Wars night? You dress up in costumes. You can figure out some type of a goofy giveaway. I think Harry Potter is a, is a is a lock. What would be the Harry Potter giveaway though? I've been trying. I've been trying to a think. wand. I don't know. Yeah, it would have a, to wand, be a wand, right? The John Hollinger wand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nerd glasses. You have nerd glasses. You need somebody on the team maybe who wears goggles. Uh, and you can do some type of a glasses goggle they've thing. Done, they've done neck tattoos. Maybe they can do like lightning bolt head tattoos. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not as like as familiar with the Harry Potter franchise, but there's got to be something out there that they'll think of. The Jedi robe a year ago, you wouldn't have been able to predict until Tony Allen started uh, wearing a robe. So yeah, you know they could do a they could do a Rocky Horror Night and everybody could could wear fishnets. Ooh, Rocky Horror Night. <laughs> 
I am all for these. I host pop culture trivia four nights a week. Like this stuff is fun. It's fun to me. People get excited about it. Let's see a Rocky Horror Night. I think that might get a little too crazy. I think Grizzlies games are supposed to be a little bit more family friendly than that. Hey, it's a. I think it's. uh, I think I'm. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. And they should. uh, There's a lot of different ideas. Next year they could do Christmas Vacation uh, Night. Uh, There could be a lot of different things you could do. and hopefully, uh, my pick right now would be Harry Potter. You're going with, with, with Star Trek and uh, we'll, Star Trek, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, Light. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you at next week. It's our last show of the year next Saturday. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully they get some wins this weekend, and I can be a if, little bit hey, If there's going to be a win, it'll happen <laughs> at the last second, right? True. Yeah. Point <laughs> point eight, one point one. It'll it'll be in the last second. You know, <laughs> they're two they're two of those away from a five game losing streak. Just to end on a bad note. Oh, that is that is that's that's one way to look at it. We're always giving it, looking at it from a different perspective here every Saturday. Thank you, Light. <laughs> Take it easy. You got to read his stuff. MemphisFlyer.com. Follow him on Twitter at FlyerGrizzBlog. That's Grizz with only one Z. Coming up at hour number two, we're playing Hang Up and Listen next. The phone number is three six zero eighty two fifty five. That's three six zero eighty two fifty five. Playing some Hang Up and Listen, taking your phone calls, talking about what you want next. Right here on Cerrito Live on Sports fifty six and eighty seven seven FM.